0: Hello
1: everybody and welcome to episode 212 of the Saturn Studs podcast I'm Kurt, joined once again on this beautiful summer's day by my co-hosts Peter and
2: Jake This week we're coming at you Memorial Day weekend with the Neil Brie edition That's right, the star of Fateful Fromage Spread him all over your toast. That's
3: one of your better All over works. your
2: tuna. Thank you. That was what?
3: that was actually pretty Why good. My tuna. I, what? Because like he, he ate put tuna some into that. In oh down. yeah. Jeez, the things yeah, I, I blocked from my memory about that shit. <laughs> not only
1: did he eat
3: tuna and Double
1: Down, he nearly it crashed. Nearly his killed car. himself.
3: I don't. I don't think that was a. That was like a a joke i i think he was literally no, driving no, actually happy. and they were like god damn neil neil stop like you craft services will feed you your tuna afterwards you don't need to eat it while you're making the movie jeez dude but he is craft services is, so yeah. you had to. nb remember that shit anything with the initials nb was provided by neil Breen himself i love how he yeah, did I that like- and then he
2: explained it to us at the end uh yeah remember Remember him Pass-Through when he Humble was the bride. cyborg who took his name from a, from a, a like a tube of yogurt?
1: I don't remember him Pass-Through because I've never watched no. Pass-Through oh, because that's right. I you have a soul.
3: No, nope. <laughs> nope. I, I, I checked out for that one. <laughs> and of course, as always, we're coming at you live from somewhere between Nevada and Mars. Where exactly? Well, you'll have to wait to find out. But was it it's a Mars, It's called the blind eternities yes, yeah it, it was Mars. Mars. okay
2: it was okay if, if um, it wasn't so Mars watch...
3: I think that would be like the biggest doom uh like annoyance
2: I feel like they never said Mars though in doom 2005 with Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs>
3: and, and Carl Urban Erd- yeah. I didn't I didn't realize Carl Urban wasn't here and I was like oh shit you know, Neither did this I. Is a good neither did I realize that yeah. that he's the main character. Yeah, he's also Doom um, guy. <laughs> Surprise, spoiler alert. He's Doom guy. Um,
1: so there's a lot of interesting trivia that I learned about this movie for my research cuz I prepare for the show. Um and uh it, it builds on some some threads that we've had woven in our our mythos here for a I, while, so I'm excited I'm so to share angry. what I've learned. Um so yeah we watched Doom 2005. I thought it was 2004. My confusion was that Doom 3 the video game came out in 2004.
3: So they had three main video games as well as many spin-offs and other things since 1990 as uh as a base for this movie and they said okay let's take that and then let's put that in the fucking garbage because we're just gonna do our own thing dude we got carl urban
0: and,
3: and
1: the rock in fairness they did lift quite a bit as far as i remember it's been you know 16 years but as far as i remember they lifted you know a decent like a non-zero percentage from the story of doom 3 doom one and two not really like story based games no, y- no. Y- you shoot demons uh, doom 3 emphasized the story and then you know we had the 2016 reboot of doom 3 and then on to doom annihilation which is basically a reboot of doom 2 so I don't know if they're gonna reboot doom 3 and then continue the cycle because doom 3 is a prequel because <laughs>
2: Who knows it's it's a mystery okay but um this the game was so good that they wanted a movie to go with it
1: yeah the, so apparently and this is one of the trivia i'll just dangle mm-hmm. this carrot uh apparently this movie was you know they tried to make a doom movie for a long time and there was a version getting ready to start production in 1999 that was the star arnold schwarzenegger as doom guy but, uh, like, a real-life incident where kids cut themselves up with a chainsaw uh, and, of course, blamed Doom, cause, or the parents blamed Doom or whatever, because, you know, that's how parents react to Don't these things.
2: Chainsaws blame Doom.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, that got canned. Really? Hmm. And it was, uh, it was later kicked down the road, and there's some interesting... Uh, could have been situations with that that we will detail at the appropriate time. But first, we have to uh, not go into Trey watch quite yet. We have to tell you about yet another podcast that's coming to us for a little. Uh, they want the Saturn studs bump. Um, everyone wants a pizza. Piece pizza us. Pizza well, though, piece I mean, of I'm us. I'm
3: sure a lot of people would like a pizza as well.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, that seems like an anytime sort of food. Um. So this podcast is called the, or yeah, it is called the "Those Guys and Me" podcast. It's a leisure podcast. Your hosts Joe and Aaron talk about day to day life, tell stories, and share experiences every week, along with different guests each week. So check out those guys the Those Guys and Me podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Red Circle. It's pretty much us available everywhere that you can get your podcasts. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to their show yet, but, uh, the guys are pretty, pretty chill from my interactions with them. So I'm sure if they
3: bring that energy to the podcast, it's nice to I always find those podcasts be, uh, really fun and, and interesting to, uh, just kind of get other people's perspective Helps clear up insecurities about my life. If they ever talk about weird shit that they do during the day, then I'm like, oh, (laughs) hey, I do that. And then I'm like, okay, all right. talk about large water bottles. Hey, you leave and my large water bottle out of this. I <laughs> so, heard that. Folks, <laughs> that definitely, that oh, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the audio file right now. I think I broke yep, my picked desk. Up. <laughs> so, it's a small silo. Um, so guys, I was, I was walking through, I'll tell my story. Sure. Why not? I was walking through Home Depot, <laughs> um, you know, during this pandemic, I need to do some home things like build a garden and uh, prepare for the apocalypse. For when vegetables become a shortage. So, you know, I need to get some basil plants. <laughs> I'll live off of basil. <laughs> and uh and we're walking. You know how they have those little stands around randomly? And
2: uh the yeah. ones for suckers that make you uh, impulse buy things. Yeah. yeah. Make stupid people yeah. buy stuff. Yeah. Make okay. stupid
3: people <laughs> buy things. And uh it was there was maybe about ten of these giant gallon things thermally insulated water bottles that look chunky and if you look at the design of this thing it's got feet right here so it's you good. can lay it sideways <laughs> as well and a handle so you can carry it like a briefcase
2: does it have okay. a like can you tap it like a fucking water cooler
3: i
1: wish that'd be really smart though i and like you know Jake having a gallon-sized water bottle is ridiculous on its own. However, to contextualize this properly, I got a lot of shit because I have, in my right hand right now, a 64-ounce, a.k.a. a half-gallon-sized water bottle that is convenient because it doubles as a means to hydrate and
3: murder. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I could kill fucking yeah. uh, so many people with this. Uh, it's a battering yeah. ram.
2: <laughs> Jake's, so I never Jake's looks like a small artillery encounter. shell.
1: Yes, like, Jake, my water bottle, well, unsurprisingly, Jake's water bottle looks like if you cut, like, the very, like, top part of my water bottle up, and then, like, put another one on top, and, like, fused it with a strap, that's what his looks yeah. like.
3: I that's do so gotta tall. say, it is it is cool, it is cooler, Um, and I filled that up yesterday, uh, I took it out of the fridge yesterday morning, Um, so it is... Mm-hmm. It is, it is cool, it works It's supposed to be, no. keep it cool for like 120 hours But I am going to set a goal for myself Because I'm a healthy boy You know, drink a gallon a day And I only need to fill that up once Kurt, on the other hand uh, Has to fill that up twice So A whole twice, so oh no you have to go to the <laughs> fridge You know, open the door Take out your Brita and they'd be like, well, oh, my Brita's out, so you have to wait for it to fill. And that's all time wasted, you know? Joke's on you. I have an on-tap water Well, filter. that's fine. You can do that. <laughs> but you still got to wait for it to fill up.
2: <laughs> Jake, I have so I have two questions. Yes. First one, about how much did that cost? Just
3: uh, actually, surprisingly so pretty decent. Uh, $23. Like, nice. Because, oh, nice. like...
2: I think of Yeti coolers, and those are, like, where they make you pay
3: $60 for a lunch pail. $30 is like, my cutoff. If it was, like, any more than, like, $30, I would have been like, no, no. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I'll buy a gallon um, jug for
2: $2. Second question. Since you're drinking this all in, in one day. Trying. <laughs> uh, what? So, when you get to that last swig, about how much of that do you think is your own backwash? in my experience.
3: The way that I'm drinking it, I'm just letting it it pour into my mouth. uh,
2: Do you hold your thumb while you do it so you stop your gag reflex? No, no, I
3: I don't have a gag reflex. We've, We've been over this. The pornography beat that out of
1: him early on.
2: And he beat that out of the pornography early
0: on.
3: <laughs> I get emails almost uh daily uh from from Pornhub telling asking me to come back uh and reprise my role as uh <laughs> Deep Throat? <laughs> no, um Thomas the tank engine. What? I was in um, <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> for sure That made me picture a lot of things I really wish the I had For sure spell it did uh, <laughs> A Thomas the Tank Engine Snuff film
1: <laughs> or like a porn parody oh, yeah. series Yeah like,
3: oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah mini series. <laughs> I mean we, we really tried we, we didn't want to put too much like effort into the writing So there wasn't too much of a plot So it only went for about four or five episodes Um Pornhub I ran have, it for a while It got a lot of traction until it broke a, Some of the new copyright laws And then they mm-hmm. had to take it down And uh, now we're only accessible On like some of the more darker websites
2: I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a weirdly related video
1: No so, th- No just I don't want to see the video related To Thomas the Tank Engine pornography I really do
2: not But there <laughs> I is... Don't see it is <laughs> It's not pornography unless you're into this sort of thing. It's more on the scary side of Fear Out. Oh, thanks.
3: Thanks, Nightmares.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the uh I I've posted, you can look it up yourself if you look up Thomas Mech. Uh, this is a Thomas Spider bot with included actual Will Hurt You laser. <laughs>
1: I think that's cool that uh, you know, Sid from Toy Story grew up and is doing YouTube videos now.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. He, uh, it has a laser on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil would be so proud. He has like like hundreds of videos. It's not all of this. There's, you know, there's babies with arms out of their head. There's a there's a teapot that he's hooked up like an amplifier that he like a Fisher Price teapot that he fucked with. So now it looks like a like a goddamn Frankenstein. Like, look at that shit.
1: So this is truly Sid from Toy Story. Is this guy it really is. is this
3: guy Japanese? I'm assuming. Yes, yes, I I would think so.
1: No, he's American. Oh, Duh. didn't you watch Toy Story, Jake?
3: <laughs> Maybe he culturally appropriated Japanese J- stuff. I mean, he moved to Japan. <laughs> sure. Sid moves, <laughs> Sid moves to Japan. To embrace the culture and appropriate the uh, technology. He went through
1: a weeb phase, and uh, you know, it just you uh, never really
3: left it. This is some shit from like Big Hero Six mixed with Sid. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, we won't win a second. We won't win a, a second World War Two, also known as a World War Three with Japan. <laughs>
1: World War II well. part two. No, it's the Half Life <laughs> Through strategy. <laughs> World War Two, <II>, episode two.
2: <laughs> part two. It's like a fucking. It's like a young adult trilogy last movie. They got <laughs> split it into two parts.
3: We may have forgotten. No. But the Japanese haven't.
2: Because we all know World War Three is going to be fought with time travel, apparently. Uh, and this is my professional fucking mile-long shot segue into our first segment, as we do every week, Trey Watch, in which we talk about trailers coming out for movies. And we try to make this happen. Uh, We haven't had trailers in the last couple weeks, but now we do. And one, the new one, the big one that everyone's talking about is, uh, it's the new Doctor Who trailer, right? David Tennant?
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doctor Who. (laughs) <laughs> David Hanna is David Tennant is actually David uh, Hannah Hanna. <laughs> <It's
1: not> tattoo <Tantuya>. yes <laughs> David David Hannah of Barrera.
3: David Tennant is actually um uh the real doctor who has been he's, they've been goofing us out all the time all all these years with the doctor people. who
2: existed I'm sure like, that would very be a very much Doctor Who thing to play Doctor Who on the Doctor <laughs> Who TV show. Go back in time. What a like, Doctor
3: Who thing to do.
1: And, like, see how much they got. Like, don't give them ideas. They're just going to fucking take that as an episode. Oh yeah. Original idea, well, please don't steal.
2: Apparently the show's in, like, the dumpster right now, so, I'll you know, you can have that one. That's a freebie. <laughs> uh, but tenant from... Um, I was going to say David Cronenberg, but that's not right.
1: From the mind of Christopher Nolan, which is, you know, like Cronenberg meets fucking mushrooms. um, We have Tenet, a movie, I think, about time traveling law enforcement agent trying to stop a criminal conspiracy. Maybe.
2: He 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 saw time splitters on peyote and was like, I have an idea, guys. Um, so I think like, so this trailer, let's, let's talk about the trailer before we talk about the premise, uh, well, the trailer about, almost yes. doesn't care about its whole time travel thing. Cause it takes like a minute and a half to get to that. You see all this crazy shit happening, but they don't talk about it. I'm like, no, no. Tell me about the part where the bullets go in reverse and like the fucking, the waves like, you know, yes. they slurp back into the boat. Tell me about that. Don't talk to me. Cause the first half of this. It just talks about, like, Russians and, like, World War III and, like, thriller stuff, which really, in the context of weird supernatural powers, gets really boring. It's like, it's it's not intriguing me. It's an anti-hook.
1: Well, I'm sure the idea about not explaining uh, the powers is to, like, get you to see the movie to find out what's up with the powers. Um, I agree that the the choice of basically having a mission mission impossible movie with uh, you know the supernatural time travel element thrown in a little little jarring. Uh, also this trailer's three fucking minutes long and uh, I don't know I mean I'll give it credit it didn't give too much away. But at the same time, I have no idea what the fuck's happening.
3: <laughs> I don't even know if giving it away is possible in a movie. Who yeah. knows if we? Which I guess is good for a trailer. You know, I guess. But, you but don't like, want them to... yeah, it's good for a trailer. But like, is it going to be to the point where we go see the movie, or somebody goes see the movie, and they're like, I really don't know what happened throughout it well yeah
1: inception was like that and it's the same sort of deal like you know chris nolan's whole gimmick is like play with the audience's perception of time and space we just
3: we just had a pandemic i don't really feel like going to a movie and watching the movie equivalent of sudoku well, like, how how does how do, uh, Halfway through the movie how, Now how did you get one to nine In that line
2: <laughs> You have the fucking You have like the actors names in each corner of the I square I
1: see the seven In this box I have four eights What the hell What the hell
3: And that's in one line. I don't understand how that happened. Now, do the boxes have to have all one through nine? Because that is damn near impossible. This is witchcraft.
1: (laughs) I just have Sudoku. This was a mistake. We should have dropped a few more
3: bombs. (laughs) My goddamn Nintendo DS. Give me more numbers to start with. Because I just have the Sudoku game for the DS. Oh, I was a weird child.
1: <laughs> my mom got me an SAT prep game for my DS oh, and then no. took away every other DS game I had. <laughs> me play that's, a, that's a mom move. <laughs> oh. I mean, yes, I was 16, but I don't know where she put them. I looked every now and then, but not that hard. I just stopped playing my DS for a while. kind of how I got around <laughs> that. But it worked, hey! I got like a twenty forty on my (laughs) SAT, so like,
2: we'll fucking do it, that's for sure. Um, so like, yeah, it's all sizzle. This trailer is a lot of sizzle. Cars driving backwards or in reverse time. The bullet he goes in the bullet. It's like the same things as before, but but more of it basically. He's like shooting the bullets in reverse. It's like you didn't shoot the bullet. You caught it.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Uh, oh my God, he catches the bullets instead of shooting them? What, he just shot oh that rock. Why is it in his hand? Oh my God. Masterpiece.
2: I don't know. Now, I will, s- I will say, this is a great setup for like... Um, some really cool action set piece like i like the idea of time reversing shit because that's a lot of cool set pieces like there's a part where they kind of reverse repel onto a building and i would really like a scene where they fight as they fall down a building and then they reverse time and they continue fighting as they fall back up and it's just sort of back and forth that'd be a yeah. cool scene that'd be a cool scene guys i, mean, I thought that, that was know. like
1: in what like i i feel like that's gonna happen at some point in this movie or something similar because i i you described that to me, and I, like, saw it perfectly in my head, which means that it's probably something that I Well, it's I also have like the
3: before. car crash scene that they're doing. I mean, a lot of this stuff is setting up for some really cool shots. I I, I don't denounce that. But is that enough to make uh, a good, compelling movie? It's just really cool, mind shots. I don't know. Yeah. It, it depends on the story, depends. I think, really.
2: Really depends if they can get the um, the the spy thriller stuff right.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never been disappointed in a Christopher Nolan movie. I grant I never saw Dunkirk, but
3: I, I mean, I heard that was good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fucking good. Won a few awards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, Dark Knight series was fantastic. <laughs> so,
2: I like Inception. I haven't seen Interstellar. Oh,
3: well, that's oh, right. I oh, that was Christopher Nolan either. too.
2: Yeah. Yep. That was. If pretty... it has the big fucking blah. blah. The blah. Yeah. That was pretty like good. Blah.
3: I heard it was. It, heard it like when you compare it to other space movies, it was a little bit more on the accurate side, or at least it dipped into a lot of space. Yes, tropes they that a
1: lot of. They brought in a lot of like consultants, yeah, to get the science in that right. That's good,
3: I think that's important.
1: Um, and it's uh, because it's big book, I think the book was also mm. uh, like hard sci fi, too. Um, mm-hmm. and for those of you who didn't take a literature course in science fiction, uh, hard sci fi is like sci fi that strictly conforms to real science and doesn't like invent technologies and stuff. or if they do invent technologies, they're heavily rooted in actual physics, right? As so,
2: opposed to space fantasy, space opera, um,
1: soft, softer, so soft core, sci-fi
2: S A W S A W F T, soft, core. <laughs> soft core. You can't sci-fi. teach that. Yes, yeah, soft
1: core. You also can't teach uh, Mel Gibson
0: <laughs> how to
1: stay out of fucking. Lionsgate movies that really like show how far you've fallen since your peak. I just want
2: to, uh, I miss, I did not see this trailer. I don't know what you're talking about, but I heard Mel Gibson and Lionsgate, just, and just nothing good can come out. of I this. just
3: want to touch upon its, its tagline for the movie. <laughs> when it rains, it pours in a movie about uh, a hurricane. What is well, this movie's name? It's kind of about
1: a hurricane. This movie is called force of nature. Uh, oh. So let me I'll explain to you Is he a plot. secret
2: hurricane agent?
1: He's not I mean. But he's he's playing a Mel Gibson character yeah. That much is certain uh, So his daughter is trying to get him to evacuate his building in Puerto Rico um, But he won't There's a f- category 5 hurricane coming for you. So she's got some cops there with him with her and uh they're trying to get him out and the cops like, Well I can't make him leave if he doesn't want to <laughs> and she's like, Help me get him out <laughs> And uh <clears throat> then these Puerto Rican drug lords show up and it turns into a movie about uh repelling a home invasion because there's fifty five million dollars worth of treasure in a safe in the basement of the building.
2: Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't they do this movie before, except it was it was a heist
1: movie called Hurricane Heist, where they used the hurricane as cover to rob a
2: bank, I believe. Yeah. Yes, and there is trucks flying in the hurricane yeah. with money in it. I yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. It has good company, I guess, is what I'm saying. Hurricane
3: yes. uh, uh, movies with the hurricane as the looming, like, like the the, the serial killer that's just <laughs> looming in the background, just slowly walking towards you. Maybe that is. Um, a compelling plot device
1: i i'm just shocked that someone sat down to watch hurricane heist on their netflix or whatever and was like i have the greatest idea get me mel gibson on the phone you know this needs an anti-semite <laughs> <laughs> but he was jesus in passion of the christ
3: yeah well he played the world's most famous Jew. Yeah, well, the Jews also Does killed he know that? Jesus.
1: <laughs> actually, the Romans killed Jesus.
3: It's true. Oh, yeah. Well, it's true. <laughs> same <happened>. thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm no historical <laughs> or religious buff. <laughs> You're right.
1: Well, if there was a Jesus, the Romans would have killed him. <laughs> There's still no evidence that Jesus What are you existed. talking about? But had he existed during the time that he supposedly did, the Romans would have been responsible for this, his execution.
3: This, this, this is your evidence. Look at it. Look at it.
2: Please, it's please
3: actually Jesus' your...
2: Rolodex that he's
3: he's like waving in our face. Yeah, it's he his little Jesus. black
1: book. He's got a, a gardener named Jesus in there that he thinks is just Jesus.
3: Look at it. These pages are only possible through the power of Christ. Look at how thin they are. Look at how thin they are. <laughs> Yes, Bible,
2: fucking Bible pages. They I mean, they slice them thinner than like a gourmet chef slices like their uh, onions. They're like we want paper. They also, I'm pretty sure make them- that's
1: how they make them. They just put like the leaf of paper on the fucking meat slicer. And-
3: it's just rolling papers. <laughs> <laughs> they make no, them, they get rolling
1: papers. <laughs> you
3: don't want well, John four twenty. Yep.
2: Have you read the Word?
3: That shit? No, I haven't read it worth that.
2: Speaking of, um, oh my mommy Old wanted to it. Oh, do we want to talk about more about Force of Nature? Force
1: no, of I have said everything I need to
3: say about Force <laughs> okay. of Nature. I, uh, hold on, well, I, it, okay. it looks okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, it's, uh, Kurt, Kurt covered everything. <laughs> there's really, there's an anti-Semite. He <laughs> fights drug lords, and there's a hurricane coming in, and he's being like, "I ain't moving anywhere."
2: What is it with old action movies and being dads who fight uh, drug forces? This was fucking Rambo. This was Schwarzenegger in Last Stand or whatever.
1: Because, Peter, that they've aged to a point where they can no longer conceivably play the like in their prime action hero. So all the characters they play, I mean, you don't bring in new actors for your action huh. movies. No, that makes too much sense. You just write older characters for your old action heroes to play.
2: But they have to fight drug lords. That's the important thing. It's always drug lords.
1: Easy target. Yes. The federal government, the DEA, will give you a couple million dollars for your movie if you make it about killing yeah. drug lords. <laughs> yeah, right. It's actually
2: probably not an entirely wrong answer.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised.
1: Um,
2: But speaking about old people killing things, uh, Mm -hmm. the old guard.
1: Tell me about uh, the old guard because I did not watch this trailer.
2: So, people give some people give mutation where they fucking live forever. They get the they get the C twenty four.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. Are you just grabbing doom right now?
2: (laughs) So they just the other
1: half turn into monsters.
2: Sadly, no. They're just old and they're good at fighting, and the government wants them so they're all super mercenaries and there's a new kid on the squad and she's it's there and that's the movie it's action scenes where they fight each other and it's everyone's so fucking snarky aren't aren't they so smug god damn it <laughs> please please go down I want to put you in concrete so you be immortal forever in a fucking stone Get out of my face, the movie.
1: <laughs> okay, Nahiri.
2: <laughs> That's how you kill an immortal. can't been easier than ever.
3: By shoving people in the stones. <laughs> Back to the Hedron for you.
1: <laughs> Lipomancy
3: like, is
2: not an allowed practice. <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll throw it to you just so you can see. It's. I mean, it's Netflix schlock. It's utterly.
1: Speaking of Netflix schlock, well, I guess not, maybe not schlock, but uh, I don't know. High probability for schlock, I feel. Uh, The Five Bloods, D-A-5, the Neural Bloods, 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 The Five Bloods, is a Spike Lee movie coming to Netflix on June 12th about African-American soldiers who buried treasure in Vietnam and are coming back to get it. It,
2: uh, oh, it's uh, what's the what's the what's that word? It's like a date, not a detente What's the fuck? It's that thing where all the soldiers put in a little put it put their money in tontine? a box. Tontine, tontine, yeah. Uh,
1: sort reminds no. me. of yeah. I mean, I guess it's a little. It looked like just like fucking gold bars, though. That's a bank um, account. Mm-hmm. So what? That's just a bank account. <laughs> um, tontine they they touch on that looks like this movie is going to have like themes of like ptsd and stuff uh like the horrors of war like you know that's a that's a a film approach that i think requires a certain level of subtlety that i don't know that spike lee has
3: it's also got black panther in it so go see it
1: (laughs) yeah chadwick roseman's in it looking really skinny
3: Uh, um the interesting part—I've seen several shots of this that are that are shot like they were shot in Vietnam. Like it seems like part of this this show or movie is going to take place um, in present day when they, I think, go back to try and get their treasure, and then yeah. you know a big part of it's going to be when they're actually fighting the war, um, and I think all that is going to have a different uh, shot effect to it. To where it's gonna look like it's um, from the the seventies and stuff.
1: I mean, it looks like they just like slap the fucking black dynamite filter on it. Yeah, basically.
3: Yeah. But um, my question is:
2: Is there gonna be a scene where they grab all the gold bars in a helicopter and have to make it over the mountains? Over the mountains, but they have to drop enough, some
3: weight. But it's, they have to cut the weight
2: <laughs> I still, that's still the fucking stupidest decision. In a in a heist movie I've ever seen, Could I'm glad even they call all died. That a for
3: heist it. movie, like I don't know what to yeah. call yeah, that's it. Yeah, all the money. I consider that up. It's bad. a weird heist movie. It's like I call it bad. <laughs> it's stealing from bad guys is the uh, the main premise. Um, Fucking.
1: Yeah, I, kind of, I guess, I don't I don't know what the main premise was. It was for Oscar Isaac's and it ben was Affleck to make money.
2: <laughs> what if my midlife crisis was fighting a fucking cartel? I again, that's uh, that's where it is middle-aged to older white men going down to fight cartels that's apparently what you do this is your calling in life it's the hot
1: new trend in Hollywood oh man we're like halfway there boys we gotta start training so we can fight these cartels
2: <laughs> I gotta start I gotta learn about my avocados so I can fight the avocado cartels Oh, um, I hate that I that's a thing by the way just in general that's so fucking stupid thanks 2020
1: well it's like modern day pirates
2: like, it's like when the turnip why? boom happened in the fucking 1800s, where fucking turnips became like worth a thousand dollars a pop. Turnip. And there's just the, no. Maybe it was tulips. Tulips. It was tulips. Tulips. Yeah. Really? Look up. Look up a tulip bubble. Tu, tulip economic bubble.
3: I, I know there's a, the turnip bubble in Animal Crossing. There's a turnip. The turnip bubble. stock market. The-
2: <laughs> yeah, it's called okay tulip mania. Yeah, that's what it was.
3: This, is, this uh, sounds it was like just a, a t- documentary my mom would watch, I feel like, on Netflix. She'd be like, I watched this nice it- little documentary called Tulip Mania.
2: See, in the 1600s, they didn't have Supreme. They just had Flowers, so they did that instead.
1: In the, uh, I don't know. This is a historical note. It still happens. every. Well, probably not this year. Uh, but in Albany, New York, they have the uh, Tulip Festival every year.
2: I have heard.
3: When they make ritual cool. sacrifices to the god of tulips? No,
1: they just have a lot of people bring out tulips. Well, I tula-lipa? mean, it used to be tulips, a lot of tulips.
3: Now it's, like, mostly food trucks. <laughs> 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 tulips have taken the backstage part of it. Now it's just Cut. like, pick your food, food fu- trucks!
2: <laughs> you get a basket, pick your own food truck. You pluck them right out of the ground.
3: Pretty
1: much. Like, you can still, like, buy tulips and look at the tulips and shit. But, uh...
2: I gotta stop over. a lot of focus has become food trucks.
3: (laughs) Gotta stop over at Tony's Taco (laughs) Truck.
2: I wish we would just drop all the pretense and just have just just monthly street festivals. Yeah.
3: Well, not now, but I mean, yeah, nothing wrong with a celebration
1: of the food truck. Yeah.
3: Yeah. A food Um, truck festival. Just Just, yeah. Yeah. The
2: food truck parade. Fuck it. I don't know mobile 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 banquet
3: free hand sanitizer stations
2: free hand jobs what what <laughs> Yikes. what hand sanitizer jobs Big don't th- that's bad that'll hurt
1: that's not skin that you want to dry out um
2: large alley
1: the outpost is a movie starring Scott Eastwood who i can only hope is Clint Eastwood's son um and Orlando Bloom, so he's, you know, doing real well for himself after Lord of the Rings and Pirates of the Caribbean and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, It's about a small team of U.S. soldiers battling against Taliban fighters in Afghanistan that overwhelm their base. Uh, I think it's a little too soon to be making movies about the war in Afghanistan, <laughs> seeing as how, you know, it is still very much an ongoing war. <laughs> it's
3: really not over. Uh, I well, remember I mean, this, the simpler times.
2: Is it like trying to do it from a post-war perspective? Because I know there's a lot of movies that are out about like soldiers in the war, as in like, this is a war that's going on, and these are the soldiers in it, sort of, do you like, um, I th- like Jarhead, maybe?
3: Oh, like a, I guess. Um, the of American a s- sniper. celebration of it? Instead of yeah, like, well, uh, that's
1: even that's even worse. Not a
3: celebration, <laughs> but like um, uh, something to make you like respect commentary. Uh, yeah. respect. Well, I thought Jarhead.
2: Troops. I never saw Jarhead, but I thought it was an indictment of like U.S. military culture in that war. What's, I I don't never know. saw Jarhead either. Um, what well, didn't didn't get to me?
1: Yeah, I, I as fucking I don't know. It just it's. <laughs> I feel like uh, whenever there's a movie that has a high uh, incident likelihood to trigger uh, PTSD in people who are, you know, actively are fighting the war that the movie's about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It just feels like a little too soon to be making well, movies about. If you have PTSD,
3: don't go see this movie because you're gonna get triggered, and Bravo, well, we're yeah. gonna be on the news. So just fucking stay home and play with their Barbies or something. Yeah, fucking re-in-your-room, you snowflake. (laughs) Yeah, fucking... Oh, I have PTSD because my friends got blown up in the war. I saw my friend step on an IED and get blown into 16 different pieces. Get over it. I have a wheelchair because my insurance doesn't cover prosthetic legs. Get a better job, maybe, dude. Fucking, Please. (laughs) Uh, just because just
1: I hate that I have to do this But that was obvious sarcasm
3: Satire, satire alert satire.
2: <laughs> Jake, where, where's your fucking soundboard? Come on, we all, we all greenlit your soundboard you no, a for this. no,
3: that got rejected I submitted no, my proposal I rejected the soundboard Because you know I'd be like Brr, brr, brr
1: we have enough problems not talking over each other without adding in fucking sound effects to the equation.
3: But but like Kurt or Pina could say something like really like just like sad or something or I don't know, some weird shit just and I just totally serious tone and like makes a really good point. I'm like, Alright, wow, good point. And I go, wah wah.
2: What was that a comedian? <laughs> just where- throw it
3: up.
1: <laughs> if we ever had a soundboard for this reason, you would not be allowed anywhere
3: near it. <laughs> Welcome to the Satter Suds and the Baby.
2: Wah, wah.
3: <laughs> I fucking morning
2: DJs. I kind of want to do a morning DJ show just to be that. Ob- just to lean into the obnoxiousness. It's got to be a lot of fun in the booth. Like well, I can't we believe
1: briefly- we there was like a very brief moment in time where Peter and I considered taking, uh, the Saturn studs podcast to, uh, a radio, <laughs> but then I was we thought like, we swear no. too much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that We're was, not.
1: that was one of the things <laughs> that language we would never, we'd it'd have to be an after dark show, which it would have been probably anyway, just because of schedules. Uh, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I was like, I don't, why? I feel like less people would hear the show than if we. That'd be cool. A U after
3: dark. You could they be those, did. They did. Have, renegades? Like, the renegades.
1: The radio station I think had shows like if it was after like a if it was like a 10 p.m. time slot or later you could swear or something like that. Hmm. I don't remember exactly. Very, this was not a long hemming and hawing <sighs> session. This was something <laughs> I thought of and dismissed almost as immediately.
3: <laughs> Isn't it weird how like we put a time. I I understand for most of the the things it's like, okay, well, and so kids don't see this on, like, public access TV. Um, So after a certain time when the kids all go to bed, then we can start swearing. But for a college campus, like, how many children... Are out there. Well, not many. The thing about but like radio, Jake, town is of it travels
2: over uh, long distances. Oh, this wasn't. And this
3: wasn't uh Okay, so this was actually like a FM radio station. Radio Ooh, is you can actually tune into I, it from literally you pick up the airwaves. Literally, never, never even touched the Alfred radio station. So it could, to me, it could be uh, go to the website and uh, tune in, and it's not even an no. FM radio frequency. I don't know. So it was, was actually,
1: a- yes, it was actually a radio station. Okay. That broadcast. You could, t-
2: you could turn in to listen to, like, blank-eyed sophomores speaking, like, speaking really badly and just leaving dead air everywhere.
3: Okay. It, it was-, was
1: really bad. It
3: was unlistenable <laughs> radio,
1: quite frankly.
3: Was- that, that, that makes a little bit more sense because, uh, you know, there are an abundance of, like, impressionable 9 to 12-year-olds that do tune into radio to get swear words. I don't
1: know if it's still a thing because like not a high volume of participation. Like well, the maybe if they let us see, swear
3: to, at 9am
1: Well, you could see <laughs> in the fucking, uh, like cause it was at the campus center. You could see like the booth. Um, and it was frequently empty.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> there was really never there.
2: Uh, um, well, speaking of public announcements and service and stuff, uh I got one other trailer here and it's irresistible.
1: Simply irresistible. irresistible. Uh yeah, this is uh the Steve Carell movie with Rose Byrne directed by John Stewart. Uh we've uh we covered the trailer, but this is a
3: featurette, I think, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's that John Stewart it- talking about it.
2: He talks like a, he has he has a couple lines about just behind the scenes of um it i mean if you've heard John Stewart's opinion on stuff this is just entirely consistent with that where he's just about he's about real Americans sort of talking with each other and not listening to the media and the sort of circus that has to go on that uh, divides us mm-hmm. it's a nice yeah. you know
3: oh, all yeah, right is John a- Stewart isn't Steve your, so Steve Carell's running for uh, some office, right? Is that what it was?
1: He's the campaign so, manager campaign. of someone uh, running for. I think he's the for the Democratic candidate in a town that is like historically Republican, and mm. they have a shot at winning it. But then, like Rose Byrne is her character is like uh, you know super campaign manager and his rival, and they the Republicans hire her to manage their candidate's campaign, and then. Hijinks and Sue, a la The Campaign.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Starring Steve Carell and, or not Steve Carell, uh, Will Ferrell and Zach. And
2: um, I can certainly hear Jon Stewart's writing voice the coming through in it, which is a good thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I oh, don't know. Like, uh, <clears throat> I, this is like the first comedy he's done as a director. All of, like, his previous movie was, like, very serious about, like, refugees and, the Middle East. Oh,
3: yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to. What one was that? I want to. Um, how, how, many, how many movies has he, like, done?
1: I think that was his. I think this is his second. Okay. Like, feature length. He may have done, like, some other short films. Um, but, yeah, so this. I, I was I'm excited to see a comedy. like I understand his hesitance to like not jump straight into doing a comedy. Uh, but, you know, I miss his his particular brand of humor. So I'm, I'm happy that it's coming back in some form or fashion.
3: Yeah. What would what would really suck if they were to take his voice and then replace it with that of somebody from uh, South Africa who's uh, out of touch with society and their norms? That that'd really suck if they ever did that. I'm kidding. No. Trevor Noah's fine.
2: <laughs> he's alright. He has he doesn't just he doesn't have that fucking magnetism. He does comedy like yes.
1: Have charisma. What? And Or I mean, not like the same he has a brand of charisma.
3: Yeah, I mean he's he's I think he's younger and he touches upon a bit of a younger audience, but uh you know, he I think he also needed to find his way early on I, I don't like his earlier daily show stuff but i think they found a little bit more of uh, their thing the only thing i just don't really like anymore is the impressions but that's kind of from everybody like across the board seasoned except, and unseasoned except who
2: my um my who i believe is the true son of john stewart the true heir to the throne is is hasan minaj or hasan minaj with the patriot act
3: I have to watch I, Patriot. Like that
2: he's it's super millennial. It's like super youth, the youth. Like yeah. if you think of think of like a RoboCop or I'm, like a future movie old where they're to like
1: really relate to a lot of stuff of
0: the Patriot.
2: <laughs> if you think of like a future movie where they try and be like, here's the media guys of the future. That's what he feels hmm, okay. like because he's on like a stage and there's just <laughs> graphics flying around him everywhere as he's making like Fortnite jokes at the kids. Yeah. But it's also like he actually talks about like real issues. And it. has good. Re- he does good research, and it's all very lots of production value and lots of entertainment. And he has a good comedic voice, which I think really pops.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, a lot of the topics he touches on, I just don't relate to. Like he did a whole episode on Supreme, and I still don't understand why it matters. <laughs> but, oh, I'll
3: uh, have to watch that because I don't understand Supreme and why they have a brick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's uh, he does a lot. Of, he does like but, a lot. Of yeah, shit. he has
1: some like interesting perspectives because he is <clears> you know of Arab descent. So like he did a video on uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, their new.
2: I thought he was Indian.
1: I thought he was American. I'm pretty sure he's of Arab American. Hassan, <laughs> let's Hass- do the Hassan check. is definitely an Arab name. Yeah
3: seems more arab if it was like vindin punjari then it'd be like indian (laughs) it's too long and then you just call him kevin (laughs) yeah
1: Um, uh just call me kevin comes from a muslim oh he's from india but
2: yeah it's one of those it's one of those cross-culture dealios yeah It's like there's nuance outside of European nationality. Fucking,
3: what's up with that? Arab Indian? Yeah. I I bet he's really good at cricket.
2: (laughs) Good job, Jake. You did it. But I guess the one
1: stereotype I know. I guess I yeah that's on me. I (laughs) I guess I uh, conflated his being a Muslim with.
3: uh, How fucking dare you!
1: But, you know, typically the divide between India and Pakistan is a religious one.
2: Like, you were just guessing. It's fine. <laughs> you no didn't one. know, <laughs> and now we know. And knowing is half the battle of G.I. Joe
3: on the computer. I, I wouldn't oh, get computer. offended if How's somebody was like, are you from Kentucky? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't sound like Kentucky, person. No. no, how dare you? How dare you say so I'm Kentucky. from
1: Kentucky? Like, if I was traveling abroad and it's like, are you Canadian? I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm sad that there there is no, like, suburban mom who's named their kid Kentucker.
1: Kentucker? <laughs> uh, how how certain are you of this?
3: Uh, how do you?
2: Uh, well, first, let's look up. Let's look up Ken Tucker.
1: Uh, Rose and then Water we'll look was up. Stewart's yeah. movie. Sturts.
2: yeah oh he, well there is a Ken Tucker and he's a reviewer uh for of rock country hip-hop and pop music for fresh air
3: there's a Ken Tucker sounds like a guy from Kentucky <laughs> there's, a Ken, <laughs> there's a Ken Tucker who is the owner of chainscape and lives in St Charles Missouri and he That's a hundred. almost
1: Kentucky that's, <laughs>
3: Uh, he has the banner hashtag Stay Home on his Facebook profile. Uh, uh, ah, no, he can't be from Kentucky. Kill yourself.
2: <laughs> I saw this. There's this. There's a Kentucker Oddly. <laughs> this is amazing. Oddly enough, there's a Kentucker Oddly. Yeah. Uh, Google this, and here's the Google blurb for him. He is a filmmaker, actor, programmer, and movies hat salesman. His latest film debuted at South by Southwest and was named one of the 10 best movies of 2017 by the New Yorker.
1: Oh, Mr. Fancy pants, Peter, once again, reading the New Yorker.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What is a, what is a hat, a a movies hat salesman?
1: I think that would just be like selling promotional hats for movies. Wouldn't it?
0: I I don't know.
1: Maybe he, maybe he owns the factory that does the embroidering on them. That's my best guess. Uh, Perhaps. Follow up, since we are running very long on Drew Watch this week. Um, we've got three movies in theaters this week. Uh, one of them made a, a staggering sum of $55. Uh, oh this is your God. domestic box office report for uh, May 15th, 17th. The Wretched in first with... in its second, third week. Plus 32.1% increase in gross, despite only opening in two more theaters. Um, These are all IFC films. Uh, The Wretched, uh, not simply, not really because I find it particularly interesting, but because uh, the Burt Orange Heresy only had six IMDb user reviews, and... How to build a girl is what we covered last week. Uh, the Ratchet, by default is our spotlight film of the week. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, uh, as you know, our review of it is that is it is a silly five drop with a with a bad ability in black. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not super. Worth not the time. Not strictly playable,
2: <laughs> but good for a laugh.
1: Yeah. So here is. Stephania Sills review of The Wretched. 10 out of 10. Titled, 10 out of 10. 6 May 2020. You might think, dot dot space, WTD all caps, dot dot dot. What is wrong with her? Dot dot dot. Well, no. Dot dot dot. The only reason I gave... Give I the only reason I give ten out of ten is because I believe horror slash dispense slash thriller movies should be merited a bit more. They deserve a bit more of acknowledgement. If you are thinking dot dot space, well, they do not have character development dot dot dot. Then I say colon. Excuse
2: me. This woman cannot be younger than forty. I I refuse to believe it. Are, are there parenthetical statements in this review? Because that's the. Old, we have two of the three boomer trifecta, which is excessive ellipses, all cap statements, and then per, we need parenthetical statements yeah. to complete the fucking crown. There aren't,
1: unfortunately. But two exclamation Damn. points after the
0: excuse me.
1: <laughs> I just imagine Steve Martin doing the fucking big excuse me that he would do in his stand up. Look at the character development of the evil dot 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 or the person that things the person that things quote oh well dot 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 everyone is okay close quote dot 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 anyhow dot 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 just saying comma this movie should have have more than what it has dot dot new line Maybe just my opinion.
2: Please post this to the thing so I can see what this looks like. Thanks. Two out of this six
1: found it helpful. Amazing. I will. I will link you guys. Well, i close taste.
2: I don't have anything that's like this. I'll just forewarn you because the middling reviews of this seem to be the most cogent. Like there are some pretty well thought out things. So. My my reviews that I've picked might actually tell you about how good this movie is. Uh,
1: but before we hear about that, we have to hear about what is uh, the worst movie ever made.
3: Yeah, Pete, not budging. Fair enough. Because it's a one out of ten, obviously, and Adam Brooks, 21, knows it. The Wretched. What a fitting title. Oh, got him I don't usually write reviews And think most are stupid Or too over analytical Like the person is a critic Anyway (laughs) I'm gonna be a critic today Anyway, this film was horrific It was 95 minutes of nothing What was it, Jake? It was horrific
2: Horrific
3: Horrific.
2: Horrific. Terror from the deep-ific
3: it was Maybe it's a horrific movie uh, It was 95 minutes of nothing There was no plot <laughs> Scenes did not last over a minute And did not set The next scene up Misspelled scene, yes So <laughs> you had no Clue of how things happen Or where new people came from The acting was stale There was no build up because there was Nothing to build up to I have seen Spelled correctly. I've seen many wretched horror films. There's only one of this wretched horror films in my lifetime. (laughs) And and this ranks high up. They're with them. Because it's titled The Wretched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. (laughs) You've seen The Wretched movie. The Pierce Brothers should quit before they get further (laughs) behind. (laughs) So, So, in conclusion, watch it watched it or don't watch it fuck your grandma I don't care you can agree with my review or not I don't care about that either it's just my opinion what's up with these people and their opinions <laughs> this man, this
2: person is very defensive they're just out there like I I don't even care no one's fucking me in the comments alright this is my review
3: 16 out of 39 this is my found opinion this okay
2: my opinion, Jesus. My rack and opinion. Yeah, I mean all um,
1: opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got them and they'll stink.
2: Yep. Ah Uh, like this one from Brighton Triple X. Uh The Wretched, five out of ten. Unique storyline, but otherwise mediocre. Well, well, well. <laughs> I am not certain what to think of this film, to be honest. Overall, yes, it is a horror film and a unique story, but I have a thing against what they call a teenage horror film somehow these films don't do it for me overall the acting was mediocre as well the makeup person of the quote monster quote you are the reason i don't hate this film hats off to you would i watch it again no would i make my friends watch it no (laughs) four out of five found this helpful
1: Peter, I, I give you all the credit in the world Because you have a certain way of reading these reviews That's more entertaining than <laughs> the review
2: Maybe I should go to radio
1: um, no. no The Wretched, 8 out of 10 By Sack Daily Simmon Although, oh sorry, a good story Just how they used to make them 8 out of 10 Although this wasn't set in the 80s, this film had the same vibe and writing style of horrors made in the late 80s. I'm in my late 40s and was brought up on 80s horror. This reminded me of films like Fright Night, The Lost Boys, and so on. Not that they were similar, although there are similarities to Fright Night. It is just the vibe and writing style. It has a good story, premise, and acting. And does not go down the typical stereotyping tropes of modern day horrors. Just keeps calling horrors, not horror movies. Yes, modern day horrors like the coronavirus fall into such (laughs) stereotypical tropes. Um, Or the overuse of CGI and had good practical effects. One thing I did like was the lack of trying to please all audiences with its characters and had a mix or blend of ethnicity that didn't seem forced. The films did have some flaws and a shift from creepy, scary horror to a more PG Spielberg hijinks kid-teen romp towards the end of Act 3. <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed this film and would like to see more of this style of writing and feel like the old days. Three out of six found that helpful.
3: <laughs> well, <clears throat> Sa- Sarah Shet Sky Sarah. Sarah Shat Sky oh. Sarah,
1: yeah. Said I got this. It. she, shat, she shattered. Yeah, she, yeah
3: she, makes sense.
1: She shat, She shatters. She the, took
3: she out shatter. her gun and she shattered. Yeah. Sarah Shat Sky <laughs> Sarah uh, said this is a one out of ten, and it's simply just lame. Titled lame. I one of these days I want to find one that would like work as a poem and read it in like poem form. Yeah,
2: just with a beatnik. Just yeah,
3: yeah. Titled lame. Bad movie. This movie is cursed by bland, wooden mediocrity. Actors are dressed and behave like stolen Old Navy mannequins. Movie doesn't know what it wants to Uh, be. But it it forgets about ten times like my great-grandpa telling a story on Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Feels I like, like feels piece. like a simulation of a horror movie. Soundtrack sounds like completely royalty free album called Orchestral Fear and Fright Shiver Tingle Number 100. The actors should return to their original jobs which was presumably doing adverts for J C Penney's or camping gear magazines. Watch something worse or something better, but don't waste your time on this gelatinous sour slop.
2: Boston out Gillette. Uh, Biting wit out here. Who is that by
1: Sarah Shatsky Sarah 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 Shatsky Shats Sarah?
2: Three
3: out of eight found that helpful. I I am inclined to that's, feel like that's more people should find this helpful because more, that's a fucking whip cracks response. That there. should be an eight
1: out of eight at least. I not think a sixteen out of eight. I found it helpful. Yeah.
2: More people and should find this helpful it, than people.
3: Damn it, that's her only review.
2: Damn, she! You need to send her a DM. Be like, you need to review be one IMDb DM. Up.
3: She looks like the person who would just review one <laughs> so movie. I find
2: all my girlfriends. Uh it falls to me to give this the. I guess this is, is going to be the most seriousest of the reviews, even though I think I like that one the best. Um, from Begob, 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 Begoda. uh six out of ten wretched question mark um a teen movies in with it it is in with i think it's supposed to be in which but a teen movie is a teen moves in oh okay took me a second because i thought it was a teen 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 movie in which blah blah blah. okay a teen moves in with his dad to take a summer (sighs) job but begins to suspect there's something wrong there's something up with the neighbors as other reviewers have noted this is well made and produced cinematography (laughs) makes good use of light The makeup by Eric Porn (coughs) and effects are stylish. Uh, And the experience up to about 40 minutes is unsettling with some well-timed jump scares and a creeping fear that made the hair on my arm stand up. Music is elaborate with plenty of minor keys ever present. Just they throw them in there. Yeah. The performances are pretty good, too. Although the bully boy scenes don't help the story. Hit me. Overall, though, the bully boy, the bully boy, don't don't say it. (laughs) <laughs> uh <laughs> Overall, though, the experience was middling. There's a phase switch when the plot self-consciously moves to a rear window. That's why he's wearing a cast with a body snatcher's vibe. And from there on, the fear subsides as I realize everything's gonna be all right. The problem, I think, is the story. A basic quest to slay a monster and rescue the damsel in distress. I think there's a couple of shooting stars in a nod to Spielberg. And he would feel right at home in this world, where a disturbance in the surface of suburban life must be put right, even as the the uncomprehending adults frustrate the instincts of the insightful hero. There is a strange attempt to enter reverse domino mode, where a montage reveals a deception in the sort the storytelling. So, we're forced to reevaluate everything we've understood so far. But it's so rushed and feels like they're trying to wrench more significance from the story when it isn't there, especially with such simple characters. So, this has lots of resources, but can't get over the fact that the premise doesn't have the depth of myth to keep our nightmares alive. In the end, the pointless title sums this up in a way the creators didn't intend. Still watchable. 4 out of 5 found this helpful.
1: Well, I feel like I I understand the movie now. Mm -hmm. Uh, How to Build a Girl, up 142.8% this week. uh, Opening in three more theaters for a total of $32,052. And then uh, nearly $32,000 less. Uh, Burnt Orange Heresy. Open in one theater. Or, I'm sorry, was... Shown in one theater in it's eleventh week, uh, and made fifty five dollars, which, if we figure the average ticket price in America is eleven dollars, means five people went and saw it.
2: So at, it's a squad of buddies. At least
1: we can we can assume That's that uh, they were keeping good social distance if there were only five people. <laughs>
2: I feel like that's the thing where you just rent out a theater. You're like, can we just go watch a showing? Can we like rent out the theater? Which I think I need to look at how much it costs However, to do that has- in the Albany area. I would want to do that with like a bunch of a bunch of. It people has six Kentucky.
3: reviews.
1: Yeah, there was just enough, but there weren't enough of like they're all like four star reviews. One
3: hmm. of them says it's a
1: cinematic feast. If. If if we don't get more next week, then by default, we'll have to
3: burn orange hair and Um, take a look at that.
2: (laughs) Before, is that it for movie stuff? Is that it for the wrap-up?
1: That is it for the follow-up. Okay.
2: Then I'll just, I I do want to add an addendum before we go on to video games. I'll keep it quick because we're going along here for sure. Um, quickly i finished all of shira just just cuz it's there um, and my review of shira everybody it's it's nothing special that's that's the gist of it uh it's it's fandom it's fandom junk food so if you understand like you know modern pop like you know cw fans super Hulakians, all that jazz the modern pop culture fan quote unquote this is like Packaged neatly. It's like a fucking Big Mac for him. It's all, you know, passive progressivism, lots of ships. You know, there's every character has interactions with every other character, so you can write your own headcanon and ship them. That's all good. And then at the end of the series, they nominate, like, there's like an, I almost feel like there's an award ceremony where, like, here are the official ships of the show. These are the people who are actually in a relationship. The award goes to, um, thus crushing people's dreams, but only at the end. So they have many years to write out all their their fan fiction. Um, Every episode, uh, characters pretend to have arcs, but don't actually, so that the drama can just be stretched on forever. Um, The solution to everything is the power of friendship and uh, lots of pretty colors. So if you're just looking for something, if you're a fan, if you're a Capital F fan, and you just want something that, that you can just get into and binge for five seasons and be like, wow, that was so exciting. Really cool.
1: You pretty I much. Guess
2: watch it, but.
1: You pretty much just, like, fucking viciously called out my girlfriend, and you had no idea, and I'm <laughs> fucking cackling internally here. You kept going. I'm like, oh, <laughs> She's gonna be so mad because I know them so well. This. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is this is what I've gotten from Steven Universe, yeah. but like this is less quality version yeah. of that.
1: No, no, like it's <laughs> yes. I,
2: I've I've
1: relayed the same exact like very similar criticisms of it to her, but she's gonna be so <laughs> mad and devastated to hear it coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be like, I thought he was one of us Because you watched Steven Universe
2: Well, now she knows that she will really enjoy well, she so, She's I already mean, watching fucking... she Oh, okay Well, there you go,
1: and kids I've given her a lot of shit for watching she As
3: you should I'm finally forcing Kristen to watch uh, Avatar The Last Airbender I really want to get her into anime But it is a struggle and avatar well, that's, that's is like baby's Mara first an- yeah. yeah it's it's like baby's first animation what
2: what like what kind of like uh aesthetics is she into what kind of like genres does she like actually she's
3: really liking avatar so far because uh Fair she enough. likes uh the kalimba the kalimbas used in it like almost every episode and it's like one of her favorite instruments the kalimba's okay. the-, the little... doo the. Ting, the, the old th- the African yeah, thumb piano, yeah, yep, tinging yeah. and stuff of like that because it's like a music therapy kind of thing, and she loves that shit. She'd set up okay.
2: So she's she's about that that OST those music and art yeah aesthetics yeah. Uh, tell her to go watch Made in Abyss,
3: Made in Abyss. Okay,
2: yeah, and then report back to me after the season's over. Yeah, uh, yeah, because it as it's it's one of its big features. It has a really nice OST. There's a lot of big spoilers, so
3: oh don't yeah, look, that that one. Um, I think uh Dave and Katie uh, watched that. They said it was really interesting. There was it was only the story was a little weird because uh the yes kid, I don't like age, it the age personally I don't like it ages of the kids were a little off putting yeah. to what they were doing.
2: They're they're like. Nine, ten, they're like 10, 11 year olds, and the shit they go into is not for kids. Yeah. There's, they like the whole plot is they're orphans and then they dive down into a fucking hellscape to try yeah. and find their parents because there's no hope for their own lives. They're like, we're gonna go down into what is essentially like the fucking rift or whatever. Yeah. Um, real no man's land. Yeah. So go, but. The music's good, so okay, we'll watch that. Cool, yeah. it. So um, it's
1: a light week for video. gaming news, so I, I trimmed it down. I do have a review, yeah. though, that I need to try to squeeze in here. Um, cool. So basically, the two big stories we have here is that uh, this week was Pac-Man's 40th birthday. So mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. 40th to uh, one of the, you know, pioneer and pillar foundational... Uh, games and the success of video games Mm -hmm. in general
2: one of the greats
1: uh there's a reason that it's like you know still culturally relevant today why you have pac-man and smash brothers ultimate um (laughs) and secondly kind of excitingly uh ea is releasing the source code for command and conquer tiberian dawn and red alert So those games are going open source, which uh, could be very interesting uh, in terms of like fan-made remastered versions or porting them onto different consoles and homebrew. Um, There's a lot of cool stuff that could potentially come out of uh, the source code being released for those games. Um, And I'll conclude here with my review. I'm working through my gaming backlog and... uh, On the PC side of that, I'm uh, stuck behind the large wall of Witcher 3. Uh, So in another, like, month or so, I should be done with that. I'll be able to pick up more game, more Steam on that side. But on the PS3 side, I'm working through, or the console side, I should say. I'm working through my backlog. Had a good clip, and I just finished Uncharted Drake's Fortune. That's the first one, uh, released in 2007 by... Naughty Dog, exclusively for the PS3. Um, I've never encountered the first entry in a beloved series that was worse than Uncharted. My God, I hate this game. No one should ever play it. It is one of the worst games. I contemplated quitting about six fucking times during my playthrough, but four of those times came close enough to the end where I was like, you know, I'm just going to fucking do it. Um, I had to turn the difficulty down to easy because uh, combat consists of the worst gunplay in any game I have ever played. I've heard about that. Um, and just swarms and swarms of enemies in combat scenarios that are just ridiculous because the cover system doesn't fucking work <laughs> the way that it should. Um, and like enemies will continually try to flank you and they just throw like, gobs of them, and they're bullet sponges, and that would be okay if ammo weren't such a fucking scarcity. (laughs) And by design the scarcity, because they cap the amount of ammo you can carry, which I guess is realistic, but then you have Nathan Drake making jumps that, you know, he doesn't need to fucking hunt for treasure. He could win American Ninja Warrior eight times over if he can do this shit. (laughs) Uh, I would say that, you know, it's a great story marred by dated and bad gameplay, but, you know, uh, that was only true up until you get to Chapter 16, where they introduce fucking zombies, like doom asks zombies, because the treasure is cursed. <laughs> and that's the big twist. Oh, the treasure is cursed, and there's zombies on this island. Yet an interesting enough story with uh, Sir Francis Drake's treasure and of, like, the Spaniards and then the fucking Nazis showed up without having to throw in Goddamn zombies and supernatural elements that just come way out of left field So like the story isn't even that great Uh, so Uncharted Drake's fortune do not play Uh, watch Video summary of the story if you want you miss literally (laughs) nothing by the gameplay. It is not challenging or engaging in a fun way and um, should just just be avoided I have started Uncharted 2. So far, it is much better. So we'll have that review next week, probably. 10
3: out of 10 would play again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice. Um, AMD is uh, uh, rumored to be releasing their uh, 4000 APU uh, unit. And it's, uh, I didn't know what an APU was. Uh, I'm dumb, I guess. But. I guess this is going to compete a lot with uh, with Intel, um, and it's going to be uh, designed for some maybe some cheaper uh, laptops, and makes AMD's price point a little bit better all around the board. You know, if they don't have to put a GPU in there. Well, AP, uh, APUs
1: have been a thing for a long time. Uh, well, every yeah, Ryzen it, generation has had an APU,
3: and I mean Intel's. Uh, i5 and i7 all that stuff all that jazz has had them before as well but you know the
1: yeah they're they're not marketed as apus but they do have integrated graphics um basically amd's apus have a few vega cores slapped onto the cpu die um so you don't need a discrete graphics card yeah um they're typically like okay for like i mean obviously as a display adapter it works perfectly fine um and you can even do some light gaming on it like the 3400g was decent like it could run games modern games esports titles at like 1080p low fine and like older games uh ran well on that as well um but, yeah, so the they're getting up for, the, for releasing the 4000 Series 1. So they're always, like, a generation behind. So this would be, like, a Zen 2 um, part with the APU on it versus yeah. a um, – but since it's a 7-nanometer part, that yeah, means there's more space yeah. on the die for GPU cores.
3: A bigger GPU, yeah, yeah. So it could, so
1: could potentially be fairly beefy.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting what this, uh, the you know, what type of products these go into and, and how good they'll, I mean, I don't, I mean, we for PC users, we're, we're normally buying, like, a, a separate GPU, so we really don't require. But
1: if you're on a budget and you just yeah. want to, like, get in and play some, like, uh, like, Apex Legends or some shit like that, you know, yeah. you can use an APU as a stopgap yeah. Yeah. and then buy a discrete GPU later.
3: Yeah. Yeah, which, which I think is nice. I think it's definitely going to be a good entry point. Uh, it's going to be...
1: Yeah, they're typically it, pretty cheap. I think yeah. you can currently get the 3200G, which is a quad-core 3.6 gigahertz part, which isn't... And, like, you can overclock that, obviously, too, and uh, it turbos up to, like, 3.8, I think. Uh, that's, like, a pretty decent CPU, yeah. uh, and that's, like, 85 bucks right now. So mm-hmm. if you just need a, a, any CPU...
3: You know, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's good news for AMD because, I mean, their the company has been is doing great. Uh, the, the stock has been just jumping to the roof. Uh, and and coming out with a product right now like this where, you know, globally, financially, people are on a more restrictive budget. Yeah, it's is great, great product to come out with. It's, you know, saying, hey, you just because you're in a pandemic doesn't need, mean to doesn't mean you need to stop gaming.
1: So I mean, I think they really knocked that out of the park a uh, couple I mean, they're still not like on store shelves yet, but they technically no, 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 no. are released. Um the uh 3100 and 3300X, oh. you know, you have a $100 CPU that performs like a $350 CPU from 3 years ago yeah. in a lot of workloads. That's pretty impressive. In and I, you of know, it's
3: it's interesting now because we're, we're in an age where, you know, especially with this uh, pandemic, where having a computer that can run, you know, basic things that are not <laughs> an infuriating slow speed is going to be more important now than ever, uh, you know, because... I don't know how many jobs will require you to use your own PC. A lot of times they're our company provided, but you never know if, if a company is like, hey, you need to have your own PC so you can zoom in and or Skype in on something. Zoom. Zoom.
1: Zoom, zoom, zoom. We made the rollover to Teams and uh, our IT guy like fucking sent out a screed of a letter, oh. uh, email saying, well, people are still oh. using Skype. Switch to Teams. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Skype is garbage. Oh,
1: Skype for business is the worst fucking app I've ever used.
2: Uh
3: um, use, you had I use Skype. I, that's my
2: It's such <laughs> a such a post. I was like I saw one it was like they have what 14 years to get this right. This is their time to shine. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, but I mean We've they're they're it. abandoning it now in favor of Teams. Like I think they're discontinuing. Mm-hmm. I think or they have because the version of Skype for business we have on all our machines is Skype for business 2015. So
3: Oh. I don't know oh, if that's wait.
1: the last update they had.
3: Does Microsoft own Skype? Yes. So could it be like a... Okay, so it could be a, a Microsoft thing. The Switch switches yeah. over. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, you guys will have to let us know when that happens.
1: <laughs> um. Alrighty. So.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's get right into fucking Doom.
1: Let's talk about Doom. Oh, boy. Have I... I know too much about this movie right now uh but to call it a movie you know that feels that feels bold i feel
3: yeah it was an experience i think it was a, so a journey that we went on
1: all together we watched the unrated version which is about 13 <laughs> minutes longer than the uh theatrical it's release just all fucks and uh there's <laughs> no reason the yes <laughs> they say fuck a lot uh I heard a lot of scenes were cut because of the violence being too gratuitous, and maybe I've just been desensitized. But I didn't see anything particularly offensive.
3: Yeah, maybe the blood. Yeah, I don't know. Come to think of it, was, was this rated? Well, was this rated R or was this PG thirteen? It was R. Uh, well, Add more blood, <laughs> but then again, two thousand five was uh, a different different age.
1: It was, it was a different age. Yeah. So um, movie stars. I guess Carl Urban as John Grimm in the lead role, and then The Rock plays a character called Sarge, which is basically ripped off of, uh, I think, Major Kelly from um, Doom 3. The character is very similar.
2: Could be. Um, Um,
3: Was Duke supposed to be Duke Nukem, just black?
2: That would be interesting, um, but I preferred it was Duke from fucking uh, GI I Joe. I think they just uh, yeah. The Rock was also in that, just right? They gave
1: them yeah, like 10 years later.
2: <laughs> um this uh I so their movie has one storyline, but watching it and watching the actions of the characters, I have a completely different head canon on how this what what the what the plot of this movie was. So, um, and we'll talk yeah, about it as we go. A couple
1: trivia notes, i will just get out of the way here. The Rock was originally offered to play the role of John Grimm, which is Carl Urban's character. Uh, but he mm-hmm. chose to play Sarge instead because he found the character more interesting. Um, hmm.
3: okay, so Rock chose to be the
2: evil guy. I mean, it fits better. And, I like him better as Sard than John yeah. Grimm.
1: Yeah, four. Before they came to The Rock, do you want to take a guess at who they asked? And Keep in mind, this this ties in with a theory that we have about these two individuals. And perhaps a feud they might be having.
3: Oh,
2: uh, what's his name? Jake knows. I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember our own lore. The pacifier? All I think of is Kevin Hart. Vin Diesel.
3: Vin, yeah, yeah. I was, I was oh, moving the fucking pacifier over. Was...
1: <laughs> they came to Vin Diesel first, but Vin Diesel had the wisdom to turn it down. It's like, oh my god, what was that movie with uh, the cop and his mom that like Schwarzenegger leaked to Stallone that he was interested in starring in so he would trick Stallone to star in this terrible movie?
2: Fuck, I don't remember. No I'm just idea. gonna Google
1: Stallone cop mom while you guys talk <laughs>
2: Stallone cop mom. Um so so yeah, I think it's just a lot of this comes to me, a lot of the shittiness comes to me in two things. There's the camera movement, the lack of any any relation to Doom, barely. Yeah. Like there's a couple references. You, you got and a DF and then the
1: plot. You got a Hell Knight, uh you have uh, no mention strictly of hell, but uh, Mars. Mars. No. <laughs> so yeah, the movie is "Stop or My <laughs> Mom Will Shoot," starring Sylvester Stallone and Estelle Getty of Golden Girls fame. Um, so the story goes. The story. a
0: fucking LMG. Like
1: the story goes um, that Arnold Schwarzenegger leaked to stallone's camp that he was interested in starring in this movie because they were having a feud in the 80s and stallone jumped in to to like undercut him and so arnold played a very elaborate plank, prank on him because he had no desire to star in what he knew would be a terrible movie
2: what a fucking juke oh my god good job
3: Even his face in his picture is like, what am I doing? Yeah, oh my god.
2: We might need to watch this movie. I mean, eventually, obviously. Uh,
3: Here's a quote from Salone. I made some truly awful movies. Stop or my mom will shoot was the worst. If you ever want someone to confess to murder, just make him or her sit through that film. They will confess to anything in 15 minutes. Oh. And I'll
1: I'll post this on our public Discord server, the link to which is always in the funny description. Uh, and then I'll post it this show. This is the Hollywood Hollywood.com's report on the story of how Arnold duped uh Stallone That's into so starring in such an awful movie. Um this movie we watched Your Doom, uh, also an awful movie, that has like one segment one sequence that is universally praised but uh even that one? by modern yes. standards uh looks a little lame and I have to I have to come out and issue an apology to hardcore henry uh because they pulled off the first person perspective better than they did in this movie
3: yeah mm-hmm. i mean this one seemed like it was all computer generated
2: Feel like a, it does feel like a bad carnival funhouse. Yeah, ride. it was just it so really slow
3: weird. and
1: awkward. Like it wasn't the pace oh. of Doom. Like I think if you like put the movie on fast forward, you know it it look better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was pretty slow. Apparently that sequence took fourteen days to shoot. Oh,
3: Jesus Christ, and like I could I could I can see now like just setting up the one scene where he flips over. Like, the demon or monster or whatever the fuck it is. Um, Because it looks so clunky. Yeah. Of just him, like, stabbing the thing, and then all of a sudden he does a a magic backflip or jump or hop over the demon, and then he's, like, on the other side of him, shooting him. Yeah. That scene would have been...
1: I need to see a fan edit of that scene where, uh, like, when he wipes the blood off of his face because he's got the 24th chromosome, and that makes him a Superman, not a... You know, developmentally disabled
3: <laughs> person. <Okay. laughs> That's a different fucking movie, dude. I got the 24th chromosome. Um, <laughs> I could shoot demons.
1: If, if Rip and Tear, cheek to, cheek to if, the first. if Rip and Tear from the 2006 uh, soundtrack played over that, that'd be better
2: than the music they got there. <gasps>
3: I'm so fucking dead That's hilarious
2: (laughs) Wait did you not think of that when you saw When you heard 24th chromosome Because I
3: was like fuck it dude this is a Doom movie suspension of Disbelief I just Alright fuck it 24 chromosome Bonus one Bonus chromosome (laughs) Bony
2: crony
1: (laughs) Yeah that's why Whenever we we used to I'm not proud of this but we used to Back in the day um, when we saw someone who was like behaving, when someone was like behaving really stupidly, we were actually kind of progressive in this way. We wouldn't say you're acting retarded. We would say to each other, looks like someone shoehorned an
3: extra chromosome in there. i just a homie with an extra chromie.
2: <laughs> That's so. I'm down, I'm down with the
3: uh, syndrome. Uh, yeah, apparently so are the makers of Tomb. Uh, shit, man, this deserved every score of that 34 meta score. So, um, I guess that means Let's that they're not demons.
1: They're, I guess, yeah. just, uh, you know, special individuals. Disabled people.
3: Uh, which well, makes when this... you think about <laughs> when you think about a family, this I movie's
1: mean, that, awful. That means, that means that, just... that Vin Diesel was perfect choice to play Sarge. <laughs> I understand why they wanted him.
3: <laughs> if you ever want to, I want to get the BFG. We gotta go to That's Mars. a big fucking gun. We're a family. I lost members of my family. <laughs> Quick, shoot the retards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay,
2: so. But I want to talk. I want to talk yeah,
1: about this. Flat. UAC. Uh, puts out a distress beacon to the Rapid Response T-Tactics Squad <laughs> or whatever the fuck they are.
2: They really should have been Rapid Action Tactical Squad, or R.A.T.S. for short. (laughs) That would have been better than R.R.T.S., which is a stupid fucking acronym. Yeah, so uh,
1: UAC, obviously, is the company in Doom, but uh, R.R.T.S., I don't recall any significance to Doom in that. Uh, So you have uh, a bunch of... So everyone in this movie... Let's just overthrow this out there. Everyone in this movie, with one exception, like, acts like a fucking mannequin. <laughs> like, there's no,
3: Everybody nothing sucks.
1: remarkable about the performances of anyone except for the sleazy dude. And it's not that his performance is good; it's just that it's something. Like, it's the most memorable. They give him a lot of time and a lot of dialogue. Who's the sleazy dude? Because um, a
3: lot of them are kind of sleazy. Is it Portman? The, Portman, yeah, the the drug the drug guy, yeah,
1: he gives the kid greenies and fucking like offers the strip search on we'll, people.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh my god! We'll talk about all this stuff. Um, when you're
3: when you're shit? like when your introduction to some of these characters is this fucking coked out weirdo walking up to random women and telling them. I have to strip search you And then be like Oh wait hold on Here's a hotter chick I have to strip search you Ugh. It's like It 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 nah. immediately took me out of the movie And Like I just said Okay this guy's a fucking character You know what took me out of the movie? Yeah.
1: Like the supposedly future setting Where the fucking one dude is playing a video game That's twice as Galaxy. As a Game Boy Advance And like
2: He's a, <laughs> It's like a
1: fucking game And watch He's out a <laughs> He's no, a retro enthusiast But no it's like a to... new game Cause so. it's like Oh this game's sick
3: uh, Cause yeah This is in the year 2046 about... I think is, is also the timeline yeah. of this. He, Oh god
2: when... Man this game's so hard Man it's juking me uh, This scene This is the intro. So one of the early scenes In this movie After they introduce The monsters Or like there's monsters On the facility The first scene is the introduction of the RTS, and this is where the seed of my headcanon started. Uh, It took me a little bit to fully develop it, but this is where it started, because it starts with uh, Sarge walking into the room. There is men playing baseball with oranges. Uh, There's Galaxian Man playing his fucking game and watch, and like it's a fucking thriller mile-a-minute shooter. There's Kid... And then there's creepo, creepy Portman. guy. Um, what Portman. about goat? And he oh there's goat. Huh? Goat. 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 Yes. And he's like he's he's putting on s- his his things oh. and Jesus guy.
3: Yeah.
2: And then car and then we have Reaper in the corner, John Grimm. Um, and it was the, it was really the kid who got me started on this because, um, he calls him in. The kid's sort of hesitant, and that's the first thing. Whereas like. I was fine. Just like I bought into the fucking characters, whatever the acting shitty. But I was like, all right, I'll roll with it. Now, the kids scared, which didn't sit right with me, because this is a, this is a group that's supposed to be like the first responders, a crack team. This is something you ostensibly, if you're in, you're in because you wanted to get in. Yeah, that's how they portray it. Um, but the kids fucking scared of going on his first mission. Like, I would be, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right with yeah. me. And then I and then I started thinking about the rest of this crew. And they're all really shitty people. Like, yeah. Sarge obviously has anger problems. Um, Reaper, he's like, I've done some bad things. At, at the end of the movie, he's like, I've done some bad things. You have, you know, Portman. You have Goat, who's, like, kind of psychotic or well, I whatever. I think the thing is that so I'm he's thinking, supposed to be,
1: like, a sadist because he's Goat, and that's, like... Satanism, uh,
3: symbol uh, of goat. I don't. Well, he's like he's self harming. That's for sure because yeah. of the whole religion thing. He cuts himself whenever he uses the Lord's name in vain, and he's like, I said his name in vain, and he cut my arm with a cross. Um. Yeah.
2: So as they're on this, they go on the mission, and they're going on the mission, and we will talk about the myriad problems that they have with executing their operation because it's a real, it's a fucking clown squad oh, out I here. Mean, it's a clown commandos uh, Sarge ever reached any sort of commanding rank <laughs> and that's the fucking key this isn't a crack response team this is a goon suicide troop that the government would want to send in as an excuse so that they can cover up the entire now, thing now, that
3: which, is so right, all, they've all been
2: demoted to this because of their problems, war crimes uh, mentally ill, unfit for combat Sarge is in charge of this shit They send them over there, they fail the mission, and the government says, We're nuking it, quote, from orbit or whatever. We're arc fragging it. Then they cover up the whole thing and they can continue with their shitty ass research. Yeah, we did get the. That's a fuck. Like, the movie makes so much more sense in that light. Yes.
1: Uh, If, if, don't, so, like, don't let the writers of Doom hear that because then they're like, Oh, yeah, of course. That's what we (laughs) envisioned all along. Yeah.
3: Totally, yeah, yeah. They they just sent in these goons. That's why that's why no that's why no backup was ever offered. That's why when the transmission for backup came out, there was no backup sent. Yeah. They 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 just wanted these guys to go in the suicide mission. Yeah, that's uh, so much better because <laughs> the throughout the movie I'm like I just saw incompetence after incompetence. Even their weapons were like not that great. You saw.
2: They just chose
3: rent. One guy
2: has a fucking. The Destroyer has a minigun, which he has to cock.
3: Yeah. And then, like, the one guy's flashlight breaks. The one guy's gun jams when he's trying to kill a monster. Uh, the other guy, you know, he runs out, runs out of ammo in his gun. He's like, oh, fuck, we gotta get another gun out. So, like, they, they have equipment issues all the time, too. And it's like, fucking. Like, who, who supplied you with these high-quality, you know, year 2046 guns? Get a Glock. These Nerf long shots
2: that they disguised as fucking
3: movie props. So like, Sarge even has to go get his own gun to get the, a
1: better one. The BFG, which is, like, shown on the display as the BioForce gun, but at least, you know, they have the decency that just have the line, oh, that's a big fucking gun.
2: It looks more like the chain plasma gun, if I have um, to say Yeah, so.
1: it doesn't look quite... I, it's been a while since i played Doom 3. Maybe it looks Not like the big BFG, BFG. 9000. But they built uh, two of those, and they actually, like, vibrated. Um, and okay. the rock kept both. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean if I would if I was uh, if I had that too I totally would have been like no here's my BOG from when I was when I was I in was Doom I was in
1: Doom So yeah. yeah so basically they're sent to Mars through the, through the stargate to investigate this uh like disappearance or attack I think it was disappearance um, on the UAC base on Mars and they they discover some weird shit happening and there's one hell knight in the movie that I saw, and then everyone else is just a mutated. So there's one demon and like a bunch of other zombies. Everyone starts yeah. to mutate uh, for no reason. Like, there's no reason given they never mention this is a demon from hell. They never mention any of that. It's just like, oh, yeah, there's the yeah, zombies.
3: Hell was taken completely out of it. It, anything was just like oh they're calling these like hell spawns because they're they're you know mutations of uh, out of nature um i mean it, it, it's anything but it, it's not like hell there's no portal to hell there's no um any relation to hell at all uh and it's just oh, there's just so much wrong with this movie so
2: they arrive at the facility and yeah. they're still a large amount of people just milling about. Yeah. Even though I feel like the order to evacuate would have been sent out before the troops came. Like, here's a squad of people coming in. Please get out of the facility. Unless, I guess, we keep in mind that uh, they didn't intend for anyone to actually get yeah. out. So there's no news of it. I don't know. Could have been. That That doesn't fit too badly into the headcanon. Yeah. Uh, anyways, they come in. They meet the doctor who is Carl Urban's sister, and this is the part where I realize Carl Urban has been typecast as a bitter man in a sci-fi setting who's lost someone who he's loved <laughs> or has someone close to him. Yeah. Think about it. There's The Almost Human, this movie, Star Trek, um, Dread, I guess, um, The My Boys. My takeaway
1: from this was just that Carl Urban will star in any movie based on a comic book or like sci-fi property yeah.
3: without yeah. hesitation. Like doesn't yeah. matter how bad and it is. And I,
2: I bless him for that yeah. every day. I thank him I, for that. I like think, he makes this shit. Yeah, better. he does.
3: Carl Urban was definitely the best part of the movie. Uh, I, uh, I didn't. I didn't mean, think that his acting
1: performance was anything better than any of these other lesser name. I know Carl Urban can act, like I've I've seen mm-hmm. it, but it wasn't here. <laughs>
3: But honestly, I, I don't know. It was weird because he was supposed to be the main character, but he didn't really act like the main character for most of it. It seemed like he wasn't Sarge the biggest was the
1: star he wasn't it's because he's not the biggest star in the movie. You're like, oh, they got the rock. Obviously that's the main character. I bet you that yeah. like and it 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 follows. It tracks because of like the repetitive and basic nature of a lot of Sarge's dialogue. Um tells me that originally in the original version of the script when they gave it to the rock um and they're like okay who you want to be he's like i want to be Sarge so they beefed up that the dialogue for that part yeah because a lot of it just felt like really fucking tacked on and stuff that other characters mm-hmm. would have said because i'm i'm pretty sure like in the original version of the script his dialogue was basically just on me move out you go this way you go that way
3: yeah, yeah, or or I could also see, I could also see like a part being split into two.
1: Well, that's what like, I mean. Like they took some stuff yeah. away from John to give the Sarge to beef up that part. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Because I'm like, this, yeah, this really I, I seems see like more like yeah. something that John should be doing right now.
3: Because like I um, like also it, it could have been like, oh, maybe the Sarge was, uh, you know, supposed to be the Doom guy, you know, because. Usually, leaders in that role tend to be the the, the hero of the story, the, the main character. Um, but that's a genius know. twist, man! No one ever saw but
1: it coming.
2: I except, that. I actually kind of like the makeup at the end because he becomes the the zomb, the evil uh, yeah, he, he
3: like mutates into the,
2: type of enemy. Yeah, and he looks a lot like the the little sprite model in Doom. Um. He looks enough like it, where I was like, "Oh, okay, I get that." Yeah, I, I didn't
3: mind there. that at the end. Um, no, I thought it worked. It, it
1: reminded me, like, "Oh yeah, like I could see him." Like, hopefully, he's grown a lot as an actor, but I could see him like being, you know, Black Adam now more than I could before I watched this movie.
3: Yeah, well, that's another thing is that we we normally see Rock as a as a hero, as a protagonist, in, like everything only time that we I've see, ever
1: seen him as a
2: villain really
3: yeah he this, he isn't a villain too often and this time was very evil
2: right, although right toward the end
3: he goes into
2: uh rock promo mode yeah. and they
1: have a wrestling
2: match which featured
1: like a fucking super mega canadian destroyer where he just like flipped him flipped over him like handlebars on a bicycle and flung him into lockers
3: yeah
2: <laughs> yep give him the old f5 there's a lot this, of wrestling a lot of moves that. Um, fights. Um, so we there's I, I wanted to say one quick thing is wheelchair man uh, who loses his legs and they give us a cutaway of him losing his legs, which is a pay a setup for something that doesn't entirely pay off. They don't pay off. They don't pay it off in the right way because he they show a cut off of his legs, which I thought was stupid. Like he just told us this is a fucking family yeah. guy. Um, anyways, he's in a wheelchair and he he's like he's the man in the on the comms, which are not used very well at no, all they're not. by this uh, squad as they go into the tunnels because they no one so there's a guard station by conf- uh, Pinky yeah, That's they always the name. seem
1: confused yeah, yeah. as to what's going on which you know is the purpose of comms like they always like meet up back in the one lab and they're like what the hell's going on in here and it's like well you know isn't that what the radio is for to like get everyone up to speed before we meet back
2: but no one comms the lab and the lab doesn't calm anyone so they start there Uh, So they give Pinky a guard, whatever, and they go and um, they get kill cams, which I guess was supposed to be. I think that's what they were trying to do with the first person. They're like, maybe if we do it through the view of the kill cams, that'll let us get away with the first person view. They abandon that when the actual seat, the set piece comes. So Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, they go to a lab through the nano wall, which I realized was actually a reference to invisible walls in Doom. I was like, "Oh, okay,
1: how oh, you I can sometimes go yeah, through okay, secret walls?" Right, yeah, that makes more sense. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?"
3: <laughs> yeah, it was so dumb. It was like it's just a, it was like a clearly a setup for something to happen to a monster later or something. Yeah, it was somebody to,
2: where he's like, "I don't do nano walls," well, and like, "Okay, we'll see so why he doesn't do nano walls." <laughs> <Some, laughs> probably him.
1: Uh, yeah. I will commend them that the uh, black guys did not die first. No. That's true. One of them died uh, second. Mac, that was. But <laughs> it's not <That's> first. True. <laughs> it's...
2: Um, yeah, so they're walking around. They're figuring this out. It's, it's, I mean, a lot of this movie is them walking around tunnels, slowly figuring out what's going on. Yeah. And um, getting ambushed by
3: random. Yeah.
2: And the camera is way too close to people's faces. Like, there's a lot of close up shots where I'm just like, back, back, back the they fuck do, up, please. Yeah. It's really they do annoying. That
1: fucking, like, really amateur dialogue filming a lot of the time where it's like, cut to a close up on person talking. They finish talking. Cut the close up of other person talking with, like, no medium <laughs> shot to cut mm-hmm. to.
2: Doesn't go back out.
1: It's like, just that and that. And, and that,
2: the yeah. all- they have a lot of, there are a lot of scenes I saw, especially like when they were getting on the arc where the camera is just, is in a perpetual rotate. It's like mm-hmm. just a pan or what what have you. So it feels like you're just mm-hmm. spinning. And I'm like, I don't like this. I feel like a rotisserie chicken Yeah, they almost break the 180. Oh God, please, can you stop with the camera? No, thank you, please. Yeah, they
1: almost break the 180 <laughs> degree rule a couple of times. And I was like, oh God, why? Yikes.
3: <laughs> they wanted to show the film uh, crew. <laughs>
2: Dr. Carmack is the uh, so they meet oh, the doctor. And he's like,
3: insane. fun fact about Carmack. He's like, yes. Uh, so that was actually an Easter egg. Uh, John Carmack was like the original writer of uh, Doom. Right. Writer or story story writer for yeah. Doom or one Doom of 2. The Johns. Uh, yeah, he was. Yep. He was one of the OG. So, um, yeah, the That's other girl
1: me. when the rock uses like the hand to get into the lab. Uh, that girl's name is a reference to someone from Mid Software too.
3: Oh. Huh. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah, I, I think that that's neat. They also use like yellow key cards and that using the hand to to get into some of the things that I liked about the movie. Um, like the the key card we saw in the beginning, the using the hand to access a doorway. Um, and now that you explained the nano walls, I like that a little bit more. Um, there were some references to Doom and, and some nods and, uh, you know, well, saying, yeah, hey, and you know and aesthetically
1: aesthetically like very heavily drawn from doom three at least
3: okay yes
2: yep especially the shitty jump scares (laughs) so i hate it's like getting sack tapped by the fucking audio visuals you're just like it doesn't it's no emotion it's just like ow fuck you just you yelled in my ear that was my biggest pet
3: peeve i think of the movie was was every single like marine almost every single marine died from like just getting ambushed by uh one of the alien or mutants. And then some of them things. just. They
2: even reuse the same, I was grabbed from below yeah. by the monster hand. They use that twice. Yeah, and That one
3: was like the
1: worst, especially like towards the end where it's just like, that was just a way to kill him. Like there's no like.
3: I mean, <laughs> they set it up. They set it up for Portman to be like really taking his, his, like time and clearing the room making sure he wasn't being tracked and and he's trying to defend himself and it sets it up for nothing nothing that he did benefited his survival because he just gets jumped from above above. yeah he gets like
2: which i saw the whole the whole time i was like oh he's gonna get hit from above well actually i thought he was gonna die because he fucking slipped in his he's in the shitter trying to make a distress call like a smart guy you know like like an actual good move and then he drops his clip like and he crawls <laughs> through this. Over. Well, let's start. Let's start talking about the blunders <laughs> of this fucking squad. He starts crawling through with his gun. Now, I, I'm not a I'm not a military man, but um, my idea would be switch to the sidearm so that if you get caught, you're not lugging around a 60 pound gun that has no bullets in it. You have a pistol, which you can at least put a couple rounds down range. Yeah.
3: And walk out of the stall he and around, maybe. I
2: don't know. Thank God he didn't get ambushed in the most vulnerable position a man yeah. could be in.
1: Um, yeah, and they just, <laughs> the like, dang or like, the way he died was, like, really, too, they just, like, did the, the fucking, like, Jason X, where the fucking they monsters slammed just slamming
3: around the stall.
1: Slamming around the stall, and then... <laughs> and I
3: also think Sarge sort of almost killed him, too, yeah. a little bit with the BFG.
1: The BFG does fuck all in this movie. It, it, it like it kills, kind like of one kills the monster, but it looked like at least half of it got away and then he misses. He fires it twice in the entire movie <laughs> and it does nothing of consequence either time. <laughs>
3: yeah it doesn't really do a whole lot and he like
1: really sets it up too like when they have the final showdown of like the 24th chromosome battle i got
3: one round and he's
1: like i got, I got <laughs> yeah, one it's round.
3: 24 chromosome showdown <laughs> and then he immediately he fires the, it
1: uh, and misses
3: because
2: shot and a miss a reload and a miss so, um so yeah let's start with the blunders uh kid uh, friendly fires at fucking random shit, and they everyone re- of course reprimands him for it. Like, don't don't <laughs> unleash your weapon on a fucking pipe. He's like, sorry, man, I got the jitters because it's my first mission. I really should be gung ho about this, but fuck me, I'm, I'm just awful as, as a rookie. Didn't, so, didn't
3: destroyer unload on? He, a, goes, uh, he gets huh? didn't destroyer unload on a monkey that was in a ventilation yes. shaft, and then Sarge was like, oh, that's blood. <laughs> monkey they keep they said it twice it's like it's a monkey
2: some sort of monkey creature <laughs> i was like this is a dumb line of dialogue
1: so this apparently they dialogue. wanted to bring in simon Pegg to help beef up the dialogue for this movie but he turned it down
2: oh <laughs> uh, he, he would have helped he yeah
1: but he probably recognized <laughs> that it wasn't worth fella. the fucking effort this movie bombed it cost 70 million dollars to make made 58.8 at the box office
3: I just, I feel like, I feel like any of us could have written better, a better dialogue line than I'm not supposed to die (laughs) or some kind of, some kind of monkey. (laughs) Monkey We kill them all.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. um, Other blunders getting high, (laughs) getting high on a mission. Well, uh, and apparently it's the kind of drugs that make you wired and not like yeah. beta blockers, which is what well, that kid so needed. That's so actually... Calmer there's actually
1: Astros. some like real life uh, connection to that. They do give like fighter pilots, or they used to. They don't anymore because of WikiLeaks, but they used to give like, um, you know, fighter pilots like speed essentially to keep them sharp.
2: Fair enough. I mean, I believe that. I just think that that kid was stupid for... Uh, the drugs one were stupid because apparently they make you like high and not like you said like speed or beta blockers or performance enhancing type of steals yeah. um well they were
1: supposed to be speed and then, they were greenies like you know like
2: oh i don't know i guess i don't know I, well is. i mean
1: like aesthetically like it, that was the idea like. but they did have like a are you high right now but like when he was that they did people's
2: dilating i really wish they said winners don't use
1: they drugs. did people's dilated <laughs> but they like, to be fair, they, he wasn't, like, space case high. He was just, yeah, like, yeah. motor mouth high, which I I could see someone on speed, you know, like, having diarrhea of the mouth.
2: Yeah, which also was bad in car. Again, um, Grim, like, he was, the be- he was the only competent member on yeah. this team, except for, like, Sarge, where he's just like, don't talk in the fucking sewers when there's a guy who we need to hunt. Yeah, yeah. Who can hear us. I'll put
1: holes in you, and then he gets very upset when uh, The Rock does the same thing later in the
3: movie. That he threatened to do it, but he wasn't actually going to do it. He's going to threaten murder, you know, as guy things. I'll kill you. (laughs) Uh, uh,
2: No one straps down any of the infected. Restraints don't exist, and a lot of people get injured or die because of this fact.
1: How many of you were expecting the fucking oh. demon to like bite down and bite her off her arm when she was reaching around oh, inside
3: of it? So much, and I—that's something it would do. And like, I'm kind of disappointed that it didn't happen. That and we can't make fun of it because like, that's just some shit that I could see us complaining later. Like, it was alive this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just letting it root around inside its cavity.
2: <laughs> Although, um. No, they use that for vague sexual yeah, innuendo.
1: Yeah. She's just, all just right, so grabbing uh, Slowly and Sutron, That surely, light fell down. Yeah, like uh, the guy with the LMG encounters the Hell Knight and tries to electrocute it, but doesn't quite die. And then slowly and surely, they all get picked off by demons and they come to intelligence. They discover it's an infection and Sarge in his infinite wisdom is like, so we just kill everyone. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, Which, well, I mean, at that this, point, I'm like, "This." he's taking a fucking a, turn here.
1: In some cases, I could see where that's a sensible approach. But, uh, you know, later on, they, like, radium. Oh, they might not all be infected. But, like, at, at that point, like, do you run the risk of, like, how do you tell who's infected and who's not? Uh, the well, bite but, like, on the he, neck like,
3: is, I guess, the one thing that they looked for. But the, the Carl Urban right, with thing. With a little flesh. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But like the Carl Urban thing is, like, well, if, like, if they're fine and they're not hostile let's isolate them which they probably would do i mean they're not trying to kill you isolate them handcuff them do whatever so they won't we've already uh, be established a restraints and monitor don't exist. them yeah and like right. and like monitor now, them but and like it's like logic it it was like killing them was easier saw, so just do that
2: i saw this is it was an obvious precursor to either he was infected even though we didn't see it or he was under the influence of the evil. Yeah, like yeah, it evil was foreshadowing force. the term. Was that, it was yeah. playing up on his.
3: Well, the, yeah, they yeah. they wanted to show they wanted to set grounds for showing that Sarge was evil because at that point they had just said, "Um, 10 oh, percent of the genome hasn't been mapped, so people think that's the soul," and now they're setting up precedents <laughs> for there are there's a genetic marker for evil people and a genetic marker for good people. And Grimm was a good person who would become the superhuman with the 24th chromosome. Uh, and then people like Sarge who have the evil genome uh, or whatever to make them right, uh, uh, into- a monster. Yeah. You know, so, so
1: Carl Urban gets shot in some confrontation and uh, his well, no,
3: he shoots himself. Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: He shoots the <laughs> in <wall>. the nano wall, <laughs> he shoots the nano wall and it bounces back that's... and it hits him
3: because the nano wall is bugging out and like <laughs> it turns solid yeah. and then it ricochets. I'm like, that's so dumb. So... Okay, oh, we should
2: say that we should say that at this point, the infection has gotten to the earth yes. arc station, it's gone, it's gotten out of Mars. Um, they never, by the way, they never go to the archaeological dig. Which that was. I don't know why they did they not film that. Was that just to,
3: uh, They couldn't go outside. Film, they, a, yeah. they, they would have to get
1: space suits and shit. They already spent seventy too million dollars on this movie, and they probably at that point were like, they, "Yeah, this isn't going to turn out well." <laughs> <laughs> All their investors were like, "No, we've seen the early stuff." <laughs> I saw the final version of the script. Simon Peg turned down the rewrite. I don't <laughs>
3: think this. <laughs> Uh, we're already
1: prepping for our losses. Um, so, yeah. But so
2: we get to the scene, and it's persis- very cathartic. His
1: sister, like, against his wishes, forcibly injects this 24th chromosome into him, and then he wakes up. You see him in the mirror. He wipes his, like, blood off here, because he's yeah. all healed, because he's got a 24th chromosome. And uh, then Rip and Tear does not start to prep, play, and we get... The uh, first person shooter sequence, which is basically, I mean, it's more of like an on rail shooter because he like walks to a station. It's more like time crisis than doom, really, because you walk up to a point and you yeah. shoot the bad guys and then you walk up to the next point where you shoot the bad guys. But they love time. Crisis. They didn't get the they didn't get the BFG in there, obviously, because they already had used that up. Uh, they did get the mm-hmm. chainsaw, though. But so,
3: yeah now my one question was the um was the guy in the wheelchair was he supposed to be a cyber demon
2: he was yeah. he turned into one yeah because that definitely what that dog was yeah, yeah.
1: i mean obviously it was, not just, it was supposed to be pinky that's why they have the wheelchair on there oh my god the cg on that right. wheelchair um Certainly, yes. like one of my main takeaways when I saw like there's a lot of CG in this movie, and like it's prominent very early on. And I'm watching this, I'm like, yep, this sure is from 2005.
2: I I appreciate their economic use of it, in that the credit sequence uh, after the end was basically the unfinished CG for the first <laughs> yeah. person shooter scene. It was a bunch of footage that they didn't use or that wasn't complete, and they're like, just leave it as empty models. We'll do it low poly and we'll put it over the credits. It will be Interesting
1: fine. note on the credits, uh, all the names that get shot die in the movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. This is why he was so, called um, pinky. pinky. Yeah. Cool. I mean, not, a, re- yeah, not a cyber. Demon, like I said,
1: but Doom three. They took Doom a lot 3. from Doom three. So,
3: mm, okay. Yeah.
1: It so, doesn't make it good. No. They just they took a lot from June. 3.
3: So after, the after, final, after watching we this... We get to the final confrontation. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Final Where confrontation.
2: Um, they fight, then they melee fight uh, evil Sarge and good Carl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carl doesn't... He doesn't tele-frag, He doesn't arc frag the evil Sarge. He just throws him through the portal and then tosses a grenade mm-hmm. in there. I was like, <laughs> fucking whatever. Okay, sure. And then it ends with them... Walking out and he says a line of dialogue that's really stupid where he's like, we're almost home, which is not how you end a movie. That's how you almost end a movie, because they're (laughs) almost home. Now, if they went to the if they went out and they he exited the bunker and all the reinforcements were there with guns pointed and the movie ended like that, I would be fucking stoked. But they didn't. So uh, I'm not. Fuck it.
1: This movie movie does suck. (laughs) <laughs> Which is why I'm really worried, because next week, as part of our deal here, uh, we are going to watch the reboot of this, Doom Annihilation. And supposedly, of the two, this is the good one.
3: Oh, God. Well, that's that makes me so... Because Doom Annihilation was recently made, right? 2019 or 2020? Yeah, 2019. Um, now, that has doom 2016 under its belt which the the newest one of the newer video games that they made and they just made doom eternal uh i would hope that they would take a lot from that because doom 2016 had a ton of story and uh uh, cool things to pull from it appears as though they took nothing from it because the main character is a
1: female I watched. I've seen the <laughs> Filmento on this movie, and so I know like some broad stroke stuff. I've forgotten a lot about what was in that video, so it'll be a fresh hell for me, certainly. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, from the uh, from the sound of things, they didn't take much from much. <laughs> not a whole lot there. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Now, this is to say, I will say, Jake, that being female is not. It's not a difference from the games in that the Doom Slayer is a male because I, I guess he's supposed to be a guy, but he really doesn't. He he identifies as murder. He
1: sexually identifies (laughs) as
3: rage. I just I I just really think that like having a a real good Doom Slayer, like even if it was like straight from the games where it just follows Doom Slayer, and like being activated on Mars, and try to give him no lines. I don't know, find a good actor who has good uh, storytelling with his Friendly. eyes. I don't, I don't fucking know. Vin Diesel. No, yeah. y-
2: you know who would fucking do it? You know what? Uh, you do this like Dread or The Raid where it's just a dude trying to get to the other end of the facility and just killing everyone Rip and in path.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it's like the old joke. Doom guy throws a grenade and then everyone dies and then the grenade goes off. ha 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 ha. Um.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. If you like bad video game movies, I think this is up there. Uh, it has it does have a lot of that classic bad video I, it's game It's certainly, dialogue. you
1: know what? Worse than the Mario Brothers movie.
2: Yeah, Mario Brothers had that spark of just craziness. And Bob and Hoskins is a good actor. This, and uh
1: no one in this movie. Well, I mean, Carl Rober, but no one in this movie gave a good acting performance. All right, so next week we'll be back uh, with Doom Annihilation. Should be fun. Um, all right. Check out the stream. Tonight we'll be streaming around 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, finishing up Ghostbusters and then, time permitting, uh, something else. Um, we're going to float the possibility uh, the week after, like, our next scheduled stream would be the following Saturday from this week. And then we were scheduled to start Mass Effect 2. But since uh, Monday's a holiday and we have the day off uh, and like Mass Effect Memorial Day, they both start with an M, both two words. Um, uh-huh. We might consider doing a special start on that stream or a stream on that day to start it. Um, but that's still very much to be determined. Uh, check out studs.com for all of our... Social media, uh, possibly soon even coming to TikTok. Um,
0: oh, yeah.
1: Uh, we'll see on that. All of our stuff's there. Twitter, <laughs> at studsaturn, <laughs> Facebook.com, backslash Saturn Studs. Check out this show anywhere podcasts are available. Um, if you're watching it on YouTube or something. Uh, you can pretty much subscribe to anything. And uh, until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace.
2: Bye-bye.